I tell people about on deck just like I tell people about this. Just, you know, just I gauge how the conversation is. I always big up that shit, man, because it's it's amazing to see these guys or see him in a in a space where it's getting popular now. And it's um to know that he's been doing it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and if you listen to him, like bro has perfected the craft of mm-hmm. it. Takes it very serious, and it's 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 real dope. It's it's dope. It's good to see. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. It's like you went to school for it almost. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Hard knocks. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It's like these are like the the hours. School of experience. School of experience. experience. Shirts coming soon. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Y'all familiar with that voice, man? It is another week in the books. You tuned in last week to that dynamic episode it was that that was really good um that's drunk character in the story like yeah. i was telling him, oh man this is a book of life and we want to introduce you to the characters that we continuously mention and talk about we want them to have voices and faces in these spaces so we happy to have you brother how you doing i'm good man i'm good hey last week but last week was amazing it was yeah, like it was hey, you know was, that was really good hey Mo look, tried to look. get me too another lou would have been mad at Mo. he tried to get me he caught a little snapshot uh-huh. of me my eyes was watering <laughs> you, see what I did? I, I, you like that allergies <laughs> my whole life this nigga tried to get me on the clip art like i had to tear it up on that you thought hey, i didn't hey, catch that hey, yeah, hey, i was like i said ludo dog, check out that he ain't gonna even hey, see i started <laughs> to put some sunglasses on just in case i might have wanted to 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 uh to let something flow with uh, uh i don't know what was gonna happen tonight but yeah, yeah last week hey, last week was dope like for the the moles from montgomery you feel what i'm saying like and hear the old head call and say he want to call in and talk like hey y'all that's validation right there that you need. They, like, yeah, what y'all doing is, it's it's amazing, man. It's 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 beyond dope. Like it's 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 y'all are in the space that's very much needed, and y'all are handling y'all wax in this space, and it's it's a it's it's a good feeling, man. I'm 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 anxious and I'm excited to to sit down here and talk to you. Like I said, y'all y'all Negroes is like superstars. <laughs> well, you got to give some credit to your pops. He started. He he struck the curve. I mean, he struck the nerve for this. As much as I yeah, like talking, do this. Like your dad is the one that when I think back, of like who was talking like this when I was like coming up and wanting to know. Shit. I'm like, throw daddy. That nigga used to try to tell us, boy. I say it all the time. Yeah, that nigga ever sitting in the front yard, bro. Like y'all need to do this, and I heard this, and y'all doing the wrong thing. I'm like, man, shut up, dude. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear that, man. We outside. <laughs> But he was the only person telling us right, man. Like we was the blind leading the blind. So, yeah, man. sure was, man. Came a long way, man. Hundred percent. Mo, we talking about imposter syndrome this week, brother. Yeah. How'd you come up with this? And it's gonna have a lot to do with. Yeah. You know how we getting into it as far as even dealing with these flowers y'all giving me. So I don't mm. feel like Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna be a father during this episode. I'm keeping it raw with y'all, man. Give me a. Hey, 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 hey Miss Lady. How you doing? Ribbon behind. Say, say what's up. Oh, well, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, him just being like like the honorary third member, nonetheless. But he said, man, he he enjoyed the episode, of course. But just that that imposter syndrome that he was speaking to, it's it's kind of it's a very interesting concept because I almost thought I don't have this, and then I realized I had to go down a a list of things until I realized, oh, here's where that applies to me. And I know where it applies. I was like, where well, I always feel that like weird outer body, like I'm here. I know I'm here, but then I'm questioning why am I here, uh, so to speak, or why do people feel this way? Why, you know? So it's a it's a very 
interesting thing and it's not to try to be fake humble or fake somber uh after the fact of like a celebratory episode and again very grateful for everybody sending those um got in contact with one of the brothers that left that so we'll be getting him here soon did you I think, a van i believe yeah uh the, guy, the old head guy or the other guy yeah the one that we said because he he thought it was funny said a deacon at least like he thought that was he thought that was pretty funny uh so shots shots out to him man uh, he's doing great work over there with, with his hey, show man, and you the mvp you the mvp bro for reaching out to these people following yeah, man. And stuff that's how you made this happen as far as it with the same reach out to me i i, I respect that tenacity so much because i just i do not have it. i don't know if it's arrogance or what it is but i just i you do don't you don't fear rejection is that what you, you you don't think it's a fear of rejection i do oh uh, yeah absolutely i do 100 fear rejection I, so I, if I, they I, they don't say anything what does that make you feel feel like like somebody you like hey man look you try to come with the humble the real like man look i ain't trying to ask much man i don't even normally do this you know you come with the spike Lou version of this yeah. and you get no reply because somebody Somebody I re- reached out to didn't reply at all, and yeah. I was I was pretty surprised. But I I got out did of that quick. Did, did. <laughs> it's, it's a friend of the show. Who was, it's who was, you got tell me who it was. I tell you, I tell you all. You don't want to put them on blaze on here? <laughs> yeah, nah, I ain't gonna even. Uh, and they, I hope it ain't who I think it is. It probably I got is an idea. It is. <laughs> it I probably, an idea. but but I didn't take no offense to it. Honestly, I really didn't. I I, I had to get out of that <laughs> and realize it's like you know people got stuff going on, so. I had to shake that off because yeah, I used to have that. That's my problem too. It, like I, I now I got now I have a slight grudge or attitude with you. Like if you can't even at least respond, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like at least be like no or any anything to show that you saw it or that, or that you can give some type of feedback on. But don't just ignore me. Don't leave my shit on read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I that, and that's the reason when you ask me the reason why I don't do it because I don't want. Fear rejection, and I don't want you leaving my shit on red. Now I gotta feel a type of way about you. Mm. It's my only child shit. Like we, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I was going. That's why I'm only child want attention shit. Because what about, what about you, Joe? Because you you said that like you be telling people like, yo, check this out, look out. How do you feel about outreach? I guess when it comes to something you may be promoting or doing, and you don't, and it's not may not necessarily be a person you have a real relationship with, but you, you're trying to. So to speak, sell. Do you just be like, nah, I'm cool on the only child tip? Or you be like, look, man, it's gonna be what's gonna be. I can't even hold you, man. I'm hesitant always. Um, it just it it varies on who I'm talking to. But sometimes, like I I'm, I might miss the sale because I'm like, man, I'm not about to reach out and try to sit in this person. So, man, I ain't talked to them in three, four years. Or I, but it you got to get out your head though. If you like, if that's what you're, if you know, if, if what you eat depends on what you kill, then you're gonna have to go out there and kill. Mm-hmm. That's that's just that's just you got to get outside yourself because that only child stuff is real. When you, I remember, I can remember around um, 2012, like I had printed up these tickets for this this show I was doing for an album that I dropped, and I didn't. I think I wanted like ten dollars for the tickets or five dollars for the tickets, and I just had a stack of tickets. And I, I was going places and I didn't care if people showed up to the show. I was just trying to sell the tickets. So I was asking people that I knew for $5 outside of asking them to buy this ticket. I'm like, hey, man, give me $5. They're like, for what? This ticket right here. So it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a different approach for different things. Like with the, with the shit I do now, like, hey, who take your trash out? You know, a property manager or I'm, because I'm, I'm learning that the more I do talk to strangers or talk to people, 
that I might not usually talk to, those people tend to like have connections that I wouldn't have got if I would have just kept on being in my world with my headphones inside the grocery store and instead of saying, I didn't send you down the same aisle, you following me and spark a conversation that's just keeping my head down, coming here to get my five things, being on up out of there. Just, it's just all about slowing down, just paying attention to what's going on, but it's very hard. It's, it's a challenge because you it's so easy to go back to what you know. Yeah, this, this is why I want to, I'm glad, this is a great point. We'll continue with everything else, but like, so when you do that, you work up the nerve, you know, and I want to play by play, like you're working up the nerve. You still feel like, man, I ain't going to say nothing. Nah, they look like they're not interested. You're going through that nervous wreck, but I, you know, I, I got to do this. So I'm just going to be a woulda, coulda, shoulda nigga, basically. Like, uh, and so when you're, what do you do in the midst of that moment? You're feeling the nerve. You're kind of feeling that heating up on the inside. Like, damn, I'm about to really approach this stranger. I don't know this person at all. But I got to do this because if, if I don't do it, who going to do it? How do you, what are you feeling and how do you get past that in the real time grocery store? You know what I mean? Or the neighborhood, like. <laughs> hey, that, that's a good question. Great uh, for question. me, <laughs> for me, I try to lean towards probably being funny or something. Let me okay. find, or, or, or a commonality. Like you got a hat on, man, your team good, sucks or something like that. Or, you know, just something where you can spark it. And then lead it in and let it try to feel more comfortable in the conversation. But um, yeah, being funny or commonality, one of the two. And then you work through that and you say whatever it is you came up with your head. And then you get that reaction and then just kind of gauge it from there. Hmm. Okay. That's really good. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you have to find the icebreak. You have to, like, in that, in that moment of you got to break the ice to make everything feel like you got to balance yourself because like, you're already approaching it with anxiety and and all the other shit that comes with that. So it's like, if I can get this laugh off, or you know what I'm saying? If, if I can, if, if, if I can get this, uh, if I can get whatever I'm trying to say in my head without stumbling over my words, or, or the worst, my worst thing is what you say. Cause people say I talk low. So I'm like, man, fuck, I gotta repeat myself. I gotta, I gotta say what I just said uh-huh. all over again. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, it just, it's a, it's a, uh, practicing like speaking like like eight like lou said last week like with the whole southern the slang and the draw of talking and shit like pronunciating your words when like that you right talk there to certain people like, yeah, yeah like like yeah like what you just say it, it most of the time it'd be huh what you just say and in your mind you thinking like man i'm speaking clear as <laughs> you don't know what i'm talking about right are you trying quick. not to understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Come on with all that. Yeah. Um, what about you, Mo? Like having brothers and sisters, did it did it make it easier? Like, do you find it? Because again, I commend your ability to just be like, "Fuck it." I'm, hey, what's up, man? I'm, I do this. I want you to join me, or can you do this? Like, I, I commend that. So, wow. how, how how did you get to that? I appreciate that. I mean, I, I think I've spoke on a previous episode, but like this girl I had a crush on back in high school. Like, bro, it took me. Four de- four days before that fifth day, I finally asked her like to prom, because every day I would be walking up and she's at the locker and I'm like talking to myself trying to like, just calm down. I felt the sweaty palms, the hot chest. I'm trying to calm down, but I'm so nervous because I'm like, what if she say no? I'm gonna be lame, like lame as hell. Like I'm gonna be stupid, like, and it would just break my confidence, and I wasn't that confident already. So I, eventually, I did ask, and what I've learned from that scenario and 
and it was on. I mean, she ended up saying she was going to friends, then something switched up, and she we were end up going together. But that's a whole. I think I've talked about it before. You asked the girl that you weren't dating to the prom. Yeah, I wasn't dating anybody. That's I was crazy. single. You single? That's what crazy. are you? I never went to a prom. single person asking a single you didn't person. Go at all? Was crazy. I only no, I did I go. go to my old prom. I did go, well, I but it, it was a terrible experience that senior one. I, I think I talked about it before, but that's I don't. I still, I'm still heated. Like I never went to the. Prom. You're still mad about y'all. No, I'm still mad. I had it like I dated a chick and I went to her prom her junior year and I was a senior but I didn't go to my See, me, me and you did that like I, I with you I did the junior prom and she yeah. was a senior and that was like my prom pretty much and then when mine came it was it was a lot different but I said all that to say um so I what I was TV shit man. I ain't gonna lie I asked him <laughs> the prom that you ain't dating no, no bro that's, like that's, that's sitcom shit right there. I, you are bro I'm glad you got out of Tennessee bro I'm so glad you got out of t- bro asking another single person to problem is wild that is yeah, bro. that's crazy like the, that <laughs> it would be our first date to the prom no that's I mean insane. it ain't like we didn't like, know each other you ain't going up to a rando like you've had conversations might have worked in group uh, group work in the classroom we got a class together they ain't like oh it's you just came out uh, of nowhere and I've been seeing you like it was a reporter hey, that's, yeah, that's, that's wild that's, that's some only child stuff right there. I promise you, that's, that's what that is. Like, Y'all, I'm just about to show up to the prom with uh, just yeah, third period, just like random. Like that's crazy. What? How do y'all pursue women? Like, what do you? I mean, obviously not that, but like, this is like this is pretty basic. Like, it's not really that. Like, no, it ain't, bro. It ain't like you picking them up in the car. Like you setting up. I mean, all right. Anyways. You do though, right? Well, some people do that. Like the whole limit. I mean, yeah, you do, but. Again, like it's like you add, you're not supposed to wait last minute. You ask them way out, and you kind of build plans and start saying, "What are you wearing?" You build a rapport on, on the way to it. It's more. It's not just like we just. I just popped up on you, like, "Oh, okay, let's just go together, take pictures." It's it's more to it than that. But man, uh, but what my I, parents told me, I had a curfew, so I said, "Fuck the prom." Like I, I'm not going. <laughs> that, that's just what that was. Like, uh, no, nah, I'm just gonna forget about this whole experience. I'm gonna go ahead and go to Florida for the summer and leave a week early. I mean, I ain't mad at that either. Went. I only went because I had a, a long-term girlfriend at the time. And she demanded that I went with her to her prom. And I wasn't going to go at all. <laughs> all right, that definitely sounds like you. <laughs> that that was no surprise. My mom either. was mad and everything. Like, right, you ain't going to get it. I ain't trying to do none of that. I'm good. Yep. Yep. Nope. <laughs> but I said all that to say with reaching out to people for last week's episode, what it's taught me now I'm starting to get better at is... I almost embrace the rejection because at least I don't have to think in my head. What if like I, I now I'm at the point I don't like the idea of man, I could have. I mean, I wonder would have happened if I would have. I'm getting to that place. where I don't like having nothing left on the table like that. And I just got to get out of my own way, even when it ain't comfortable. And you might feel like they left me on red or, you know, you've seen it. I'm getting past it because at least I know I did my part now. It's like if I believe in myself, even when I'm uncomfortable reaching out, but I believe in myself enough to say, bro, they can do it. I can do it. I can reach out. Now, it may not get the results that I want, but I can feel better. Say, hey, I did it. And that's what I'm more so driving home now, more so than caring about what the reaction is going to be. You know what I mean? You know what the crazy thing is for me? When I'm doing this right here, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, when we used to go to Revolt, like down in Miami, like I would walk up to any of the people that you see on TV and all that. I used to have all the pictures on my Instagram. I walked up to David Mann and I told him, man, I don't really like your music, bro. But what you be saying as far as stuff outside of the booth, I fuck with that. And he looked at me, he was like, nigga, <laughs> grab me in real tight. I told the story on deck before, mm-hmm. grab me in real tight. But as we were doing that, I never 
I don't hesitate like I do in real life, like just presenting myself. If it's a product or something I can present on deck or another week in the books or even in working with sales, like I can do that because it's just information. But when it's me and like, hey, I'm, let me introduce myself, man. Hey, I'm this, that, and the third. That's why I'm more hesitant at what asking somebody to do something. That's the worst thing for me. Like asking somebody like, how, for instance, how you reached out and you was like, hey, man, let's do this. Let's work on this. I see you offended. Like, it would take the world for me to do that. Like, they're just on some arrogant or only child should be. I don't think it's arrogant. I, I think it's something else. I don't think it's arrogant. I've seen there's some things I think is arrogant, but that I don't think that's <laughs> in your list of things that you got to just probably a few things in that list. I don't think that is. I think that's just somewhere in there. But nonetheless, man, that's what we. Sucks. It does suck, man. Um, it but, sucks, man. Oh, you know, I, I think. Which I say regret is worse though. Hey, yeah, um, it lasts with you longer. You get over yeah, rejection. Yeah. But what but if you regret? What if you live to not regret? You still wonder what if though, don't you? I know it's still shit from when we grow when we growing up. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, but I'm saying if I did this that way, man, it'd be totally different. But don't you have to like if you're not regretting and it, it's just like it's like it, it happened the way that it happened. Like Cause you can, like I said, I look at the brighter side of shit. So if you look at it the other way, it's like, well, shit, I wouldn't do anything because I probably wasn't ready for it. Mm. Mm. Like, oh, so you know, like, well, shit, yeah. Hey, I'm glad I started going to the club at 13, 14 because at 35, when it's the time to lock down and and get myself, I ain't chasing that what everybody is doing like the shit looks good you know like it looks yeah. real good on instagram and what you know like with traveling and shit like that but like when you when you've been doing it you know 20 years at your own level not you know not not nothing lavish but just being able to get up and go wherever you want to go and do what you want to do to a certain extent then it's like yeah you could have the mind state of being like well man damn if i would have been doing this and i would have had land in wichita kansas and you know townhouses at the, like yeah but that ain't how it kind of that ain't how it played out so you know but i mean i i, I definitely understand the, the the what if of you know if you did say something or if i stayed at this mixture like 30 minutes longer and, and had held that conversation instead of taking this bullshit phone call just to get up out of there like those moments do come but it's I think you still have to you gotta you have to be prepared in the moments because if, if you don't feel prepared then when the moments come up like it's like i think it's a part of the hesitation not being prepared not thinking that you're prepared mm -hmm. like not, not you know like you know yeah. you know you know what you're talking about but Thanks. damn I, and that's that, that comes from practice though like everything else like it's like like with a business pitch an elevator pitch you when you see somebody you need to have in 15, 30 seconds of what you do and how you get down, like right there, right to spill it out the top of your head, just mm -hmm. like it's your, it's like it's your mission statement for your life. Good What's money. up, man? I'm drove. I do this. Some, 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 man. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, oh, for real? Well, hey, you got a card? Yeah, here. Then you off the elevator and it don't take nothing. That's like, that, that go down with me with the, the man-made holidays about, oh, they say happy Thanksgiving. I can say that shit too. I, I don't have to, you know, act like I'm 
this, you know, I'm investing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, yeah, okay, yeah. cool, whatever, man. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, I, my my response this year was gobble gobble, eat until you wobble. And I left it at that. You know what I'm saying? Like it just so so that's that's yeah. that's just where I was at with it when I got when I was in that group message and all my cousins hit it was like Happy Thanksgiving, man. Gobble gobble, eat till you wobble, and then and got on up out of there. Why we out here? Can I borrow ten dollars? Like that's that's the type. But I, but you know, I engage with it. I used to wouldn't even engage. We looked at it like, man, I. This man made holiday, man. They got y'all out here spending this money, man. Right. And, and doing all this. Let's talk about these problems that we got within the family, uh, uh, within each other. And, and let's solve this shit out as opposed to faking the funk or whatever. But you definitely inspiring some holiday a concept. Definitely. Like, <laughs> yeah. This definitely sound like some like outcast uh, players ball conversations about <laughs> Christmas. Like you know Christmas. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, Spike. You went to New York, son. Yeah, man. And what what was that like? I mean, I seen I seen a little bit of your I seen your photo op a little bit. Uh, uh, what's your boy was there too, wasn't he? Um, Jay Hope, Jay Hope, right? Jay Hope, yeah, dude, yeah. We didn't even I I didn't even know he was going. He huh. called me when he got up there. We we hadn't even spoken. Uh, but I talked to him after we left. We were supposed to meet up. I just didn't have time. He didn't have time. But um. Yeah, this is a trip with my family, man. Uh, I always appreciate um, the energy in New York. Like, it helps me understand their music and their demeanor a little more. Because when you up there, like, it's a certain pace that they go at, bro. And if you ain't on this pace, I told you this yesterday when we was recording. Look, either you're going to get ate up or you're going to get rolled over, bro. Or you're going to just be in the race and be on the same pace that we is. All of that shit, like... Like let's say you're going somewhere you want to order something man let me get uh maybe uh, next get out of the way move and um i was up there with my cousin that was her first time there That's and um crazy. she she's a talker and like to she's like like to talk to people and i'm like bro you can't do that keep it short you can't do that up here bro like no. you gotta keep it moving you're on that patient she hated it but something <laughs> did happen that made me think of another week in the books when we was talking about like how you engage with women and, and what you should and shouldn't do as a man. So we riding the subway, right? It was me and my two girl cousins. One of them, same age as me, we grew up like brother and sister. My mom and then her little sister, my cousin, little sister, my younger cousins. So we hop on the subway. We don't know which way to go. The lady tells us, hey, go on the platform, make this right, and that's going to put you on the right way. We go on the platform, we make the left. Thank they went opposite. Well, this is the wrong place, y'all. We might. My cousin adamant because she strong black woman single don't want that ain't the right way i didn't see it i said listen man i understand that you think you know but you don't mm -hmm. so we go back and forth this ain't the right way this ain't the right way an older version of me would have went back and forth and bicker with her about it mm. but a newer version of me doing this i'm like look come on let's just go over here i'm gonna show you and responding to her in a calm manner versus going back and forth with her i'm right you wrong you wrong i'm right versus that and being able to show it to her she finally listened and was like i still don't believe we're going the right way but i'm i'm at least gonna listen to what you say it took us getting halfway there on the train to her to be like, okay yeah you was right but the main thing was and the reason that she did it because i didn't i wasn't matching her energy on like oh i gotta be right i gotta go back and forth with you like just just listen to me for a minute. Just just I, I know I know you think you're right, but just listen to me for a minute. 
And I didn't realize it like until my last relationship, like going back and forth with women and me and their energy, that it's not a manly thing to do. But if I can show you, like, look, okay, cool. Just, I get what you're saying. I get it. Just let me show you really quickly. And I was able to relay that energy to her. She paid attention for a moment. We got on. It was going the right way, the way that I suggested. And it was the end of it. But an older, an older version of me would have never been able to do that. Let me ask you this. And I, I imagine, because <clears throat> I'm thinking about Van, one of our listeners, the one that said, I know, I don't know, I didn't get into what his, uh, what he wanted to talk about, but he did speak to in the last episode about gatekeeping masculinity. You know, of course, we're mm. talking about that. And, and man, remember, we were kind of like, hmm, that's interesting. So I think what yeah. we do have him on is built around that. So I said that to say, would you say it's not manly? to like go back and forth or would you just say it's not conducive because That's i don't because you know what i mean because right. i will stand don't i don't think it's manly though because if you okay. just sit back like and you pay attention to a couple like as men you know we know how women act right like not a bad or good way but we just you know you're familiar with women you've been dealing with them your whole life going back and forth with them like on an argument or trying to get the last word because they say something you got to say something i don't think that's man i don't okay. think that that's I, I think that that's something that women do amongst each other mm -hmm. as a man you're supposed to be able i feel like to show more leadership more now nah, you should do it this way and you you might be wrong sometimes you got to be willing to listen to that and hear that too when you was wrong but i mm -hmm. I, I do think that it's not I would like manly. I, I may be using the wrong word. It doesn't I, I look. I know right. people may kill me. It don't look it, right. It, like okay. I mean, on, on, the, on the outside, on the outside looking, it's hard because you, you it yeah, takes training. You know you, especially very, when yeah. you know you're right. Oh my gosh! But it's like it. But but no matter who's looking at this shit, it never looks right when you're raising your voice because she's raising her voice. It, exactly. I don't care if you like. You could be dropping bombs like point 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 point. You still hype with this woman yeah. right, with this lady right here so on the outside <laughs> no matter regardless you could be talking about you could be taking up for yourself yeah i mean e even in <laughs> you got this big dog voice going back and forth with her like <laughs> like bro <laughs> and it ain't conducive because like i think it's it's proven women are more emotional than we are in most cases mm -hmm. Yeah, so I seem being something. logical. Like I can't get emotional with you, and like I can't go down to emotion if I'm trying to get the logical point across. And that way, we never yep. gonna get anything solved. Yeah, I seen Ooh. something. I, I can't remember all six points, but uh, two of the points it was this psychologist on Instagram. It's just a little short video of like just how to react to things. So the, the two things that stood out <laughs> was one when when you're in an argument with somebody, the calmer you talk, the more frustrated they'll get. Them down. But yep. then it also brings them down because now they believe you're winning the argument because yep. you're getting out of character and emotion. One thing I will, one more thing about that situation, observation that I made. My mom just went where I sit. Not because I, she's married. She's been married 20 years, though. Both of my cousins are single. Take and do with that as you may. Mm -hmm. But when I was like, nah, mom, this right is the right. Way. Yeah, I was like, mom, this is <laughs> the right way. She just came on. They were still, I don't know. I don't see the same sign from yesterday. And I think we supposed, I said, no, listen, I'm telling you, I, I rode subways before. And again, like I said, my mom, she's like, you think that's right? Yep. Like, come on. They were still like, yeah. I just leave it there. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I think, <laughs> <Hey>. um, 
you gonna learn one day. Like, yeah, you you gonna learn one day that you're gonna waste a lot of time that way. Because I know me as a man, I've had moments where it's like, bro, go back and forth and state your point, or just go the way she trying to go. Let her see it's wrong. Don't even chastise it. Let it resonate and see it on her face. Then say, all right, why would we try this? And now you're open to it. So sometimes <laughs> I gotta let you bite the bullet. I've learned Thanks. instead of saying, no, I'm telling you, like, okay, let me relax. Okay, let's do it. Let's go for it. Oh, yeah, dang, I guess they is closed. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, they closed. So what else you wanna eat? <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't rub like, it in, no yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, okay, keep it moving. Because I'm I'm yeah. playing a whole Thanks. different game, but it took me like like your mom, like it took years like understanding, like, okay, this is the way you navigate this. You know, yeah. you can be right, but you can waste a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And emotion. So, and emotion. emotion trying to be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's yeah, it's it's <laughs> that's a great that's a, a great story. But um another thing on the trip too, like we were talking about meeting people and stuff. I was mm-hmm. sitting down at the hotel bar uh, on my birthday. I went down there, random niggas just come up like talking. I'm always like amazed because I just told you, like uh amazed at the not even audacity, but just how inquisitive and, and what people try to find out about you just because you're sitting there or whatnot. So we sitting there, and he get to talking about he's an entrepreneur, young brother, like 30 years, about your age, Mo. But actually, young, he's about 30 years old. He's from Florida. This nigga's telling me his whole life story. Had his Cardi's on, like the big gold chains and shit. But out somewhere, he's sitting there talking to me, talking about business. And I end up referring him to the show or whatnot because he was talking about a lot of shit that we've discussed on here but I just, it was just strange that just out of nowhere he just started talking and it led to another week in the books and listening to it and, and just black man conversation you talking about being an entrepreneur trying to build a business and all of that shit but it was real dope because it was out of the blue just out of nowhere mm-hmm. it so wasn't out the blue though history. man <laughs> Why nah, that wasn't out the like that was it was divine that's, that, that's the universe yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it like come on man you you're hundreds of miles away from home and somebody comes up to you Thanks. you know like do, to be able to spill your elevator pitch to him yeah. and then him be like yeah that's that's how that Fuck that's how they exactly. pop out because whatever he got going on if he listening to it right now or went back and listened to it like that just expands everything that you got going on that's a being truth. closed off to that you don't get that you don't you don't get that so it, it does it it does feel a, it feels like you've accomplished something. It's like, oh shit, this mm-hmm. uh what what uh this, this dude says it's like laying the bricks. Like, like going out like going outside every day and laying the bricks. Like just every single day just sparking up random conversation with five people and just getting comfortable with it. Or you know, like mostly like to be in a place where like no, it's not a big thing. Oh, man, I know that's got to be that's got to be a relaxing space mm-hmm. to be. That's <laughs> oh, huge. I'm glad you and I'm glad yeah, you did that, bro. Was- yeah, not just the trip, yeah. It was but good. Like, that, like we talk, that, man, we talk yeah. for maybe thirty five. We talked for yeah. 35, 40 minutes, bro. Like we yeah, see, that's like, real that's good. What I, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I've been talking about. It's like yeah. being open. To, I just never wanted you to be closed off, like you know, because you say you be in your own, like whatever. Like, but I'm glad that you was not closed off to like this dude with shades and a chain on, and like he looked like he's somebody, maybe <laughs> man, ain't somebody trying good. to be somebody. You, know what, what I, you, know, you I, know what I mean? We do yeah. that time. What this nigga got going on? Exactly. But I'm glad you <laughs> wasn't because there's always an opportunity, especially if something and they and they made it easy for you. You pursued me, so yeah. I, I got the upper yeah. hand now. Now I can, I'm. It's easier on defense. 
Because now I, you get to make all of the initiations of moves. I'm on defense, so all I got to do is react to whatever the offense you brought my way. So that I'm, that was a perfect scenario for you, bro. It was. It really was. That was a cool young brother, man. He had a, he had a lot going on. He said he started a trucking company and just okay. different shit, man. It was a dope conversation. And it just started from me just sitting there like, man, what's up, bro? And I was like, just sitting here to having a drink. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, it's your birthday, bro. Get him another one. Or whatever it may be, we just talk from there. That's crazy. That was like some real TV yeah. stuff right there, huh? It was. I swear to God. I felt like I was on fucking camera or some shit. Like, somebody <laughs> set me up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What, 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 what was you dressed on? like, bro? What was you dressed like? Uh, I had on some Tim's and an MCM hoodie. Okay. And so you was like a little street, streetwear nice, type. Yeah, nice watch. Nice little Gucci hat. You know? Okay. So, probably looked like I had a lot going on. <laughs> like, it was this old ass nigga, this gray in his big fly at the bar right here. It's fly OG over here. Going on. Yeah, exactly. That's how he approached it, too. But it was dope. That was dope. I, I appreciated New York turning 41. As I always say, most spending time with family. That's the most important oh, man, thing. Yeah. I got to do a lot of that. Got to catch up with cuz, got to catch up with moms and her husband. Uh, got to meet some of his friends, meet some people that he knew up there in New York to show us around. It was it was a really dope experience, man. But Jay-Z did shit, was motivating, like to know what why could we stop by the uh Marcy projects where he grew up at, just like complete shithole. As far as what it looked like and all of that, <laughs> just knowing just right around the corner, this man got a whole goddamn library dedicated to his career, knowing he grew up right there in third generation like he said three generations of his house grew up in them projects his grandmama great-grandma i believe he said sisters or whatnot you know he was able to do that and then have it to that just right around the block from where he grew up at that shit was inspiring like everybody may not fuck with jay-z but that story just being able to see that shit now nah, that, that still that yeah that's inspiring now nah, that still count like that still count bro that yeah. shit was inspiring. regardless of being a fan or not a fan and that counts packed bro like old heads in their kids like it was packed yeah. It was like hours to go from exhibit to exhibit. That shit, it was really dope. I took some from it. Nice. I would ask more question about who else could do that, but that's more of an on deck. I catch y'all on, on deck when y'all come back. I'm gonna get with y'all, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll that over to the next episode. We'll do yeah, that. for sure, for sure. But um, imposter syndrome, man. Or was there something in the zeitgeist that that mm -hmm. you that you had in mind? Or I don't know. Sometimes you be kind. No, ain't nothing really been happening in okay. in the, out here in these streets, man. That's worthy of. It's worthy of our platform this week. Man. Worthy of our platform. We're like, yeah, I think uh, it's going <laughs> to fill up some good space, man. We don't want to put that other shit out there this week. Okay. Uh, just let me. Uh, okay. So. I'm going to let you lead this. You're running point guard. Throw the right. that's the That's the best way I work, I man. I sent you a breakdown of what an imposter syndrome, like what they say it is and shit. Chat GPT. Y'all ain't using Chat GPT, man. Like, Y'all got to get on it. Not you hey, two guys. Chat GPT general, is. Period. Hey, if you listening, start using Chat GPT, buddy. They're gonna have y'all here somewhere you in like Black Mirror Land, boy. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> you playing, boy? Mode on like TVs. You know, like didn't they got a flip phone? Like, I don't you know, are hilarious, GPT. dude. A man, flip phone with Chat GTP. What I can see you, Mode. <laughs> what Whatever it phone. is, I've been yeah, cooking. I be the one with the. I be, kind of I be the one with the bunker, boy. Like. <laughs> You, no, you be the nigga at work telling people about the microwave rays and shit fucking up your brain. I definitely ain't that person. That like, but yeah, <laughs> my cousin just sent me like, you know the air. I mean, my friend, you know the AirPods, and I, I don't even pay no mind no more. I'm like, bro, everything's bad for you. Like, I just, I just chalked it up, bro. Everything's bad for you. Thanks. But uh, um, that you enjoy, especially. It's a lot to read here. Uh, I'm trying to figure nah, out. Nah, it ain't nothing that you want to read word for word. It's just a reference guide. 
as okay. we're talking through this and stuff in there that you may find. Well, I'll read this part. Uh-huh. So imposter syndrome for, you know, our listeners, they're like, what is that? Um, imposter syndrome refers to a psychological pattern in which individuals doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. Mm. Despite evidence of their competence, the phenomenon is characterized by feeling of inadequacy and a persistent and termalized fear that others eventually discover the person is not as skilled or knowledgeable as they appear to be. Mm. Wow. Sheesh. I would say we all probably deal with that. Just not know how to label it. That's a great... I'm glad you said that. That's a great starting point to this conversation. Um, Okay. So... Where is this coming? Okay, so where do you where does imposter syndrome? I'm gonna start with you, Drew. First off, do you deal with this feeling? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I um, mean, hearing you hearing you read about it and thinking about areas of my life where I may have not wanted to put myself out there because I didn't want to like oh shit I, I know what I'm doing but I really don't know what I'm doing and I don't want somebody that really knows what they're doing to. <laughs> Expose, expose me. Yeah. So, so where does okay? So that's the perfect point. What area in your life do you refer to when you're talking about that? Because obviously, it's not everything we do. There's moments where we're mad confident, like nah, I know what I'm talking about, bro. But there's those other areas. What areas? Yeah, I mean, it, I am in my relationship. It, it it get like it because you have this person criticizing you about things and depending on how you take it or depending on how long you've been doing said things they're criticizing you about you might think i'll be back like well hold the fuck on i've been doing this since i was 17 and and here i am 20 years later and and you pointed out out of all people like it it has you it has you Mm -hmm. questioning shit Mm -hmm. like oh i don't like it make you it make you question a lot it make you go back into uh like the self-reflection just doesn't stop at 20. Like you then go back to 10 and try to self-reflect of what was going on at 10. And it's like, oh, well, shit, when I was at the Boys and Girls Club at seven years old, like I, I tried out for the track team and I didn't make the track team. So ever since then, like I ain't tried to run fast. I know I can, but it's it's a it's that, that inner child finding that inner child shit about you man my wife say this shit all the time but i'm like but you don't see it and then when people point that shit out it's like you do feel more like a imposter you know what i'm saying but it's like you're not consciously trying to be there but it's just the way that you might respond to certain things or do certain things Mm -hmm. until you get the other bandage of somebody else it's 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 and especially when it's somebody that you really care about because because anybody can if it's somebody you don't give a fuck about, like they can say whatever they want to say, like, hey, yeah, mm-hmm. nigga, whatever. I'm still about to dunk on you. Knowing you ain't never dunked a day in your mm-hmm. life, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, yeah. it, whatever. But it's got more merit. Somebody you truly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you're somebody you truly care about, like it, it, it hits different, and it's, it's way um, different. Man, um, it, it makes you question a lot. It does. Uh, what so so you relationship okay spike what about you what what area do you see that coming out a lot as far as you know the imposter syndrome where do you see that come out a lot because like i said i imagine it's not every area of your life um 
it's not in, in in comfortable spaces like this. This is a comfortable space. Like when you're kicking the shit with your homeboys, it, it don't feel like that because you know those people know you in the bads and the goods. For me, it's mostly like being outside of our spaces, like in corporate America, which is one of my goals is to get out of it because I don't like how you have to act in it. Uh, corporate America or things that I'm really not knowledgeable of or where I feel like I can't really be myself. That's when I feel it the most. Like when I do have to watch my dialect because I do got that draw, I do say like that or something like that. And you, you see somebody face and you know that they, they caught that. Like those are the places for me where I feel it the most. Like for example, I got I have a homeboy. He's a project manager. He works for Delta. We went to high school together, and um, he didn't realize what I did professionally before I got into sales. I managed project managers and helped them get jobs and things of that nature. But I've never really pursued the career in it because I I imposter syndrome. Ironically enough, he does it for a billion dollar company before his presentations and all that shit. He calls me, hey bro, can you? help me with this that and the third or what do you think about this or let me run this by you what advice would you give me going into this meeting and i'm sitting over here thinking that i couldn't pull that off however i'm able to help him because it's a comfortable space that i have with him and he always commends like oh man i, I appreciate you this that and the third and, and it always kind of blows my mind because i feel like if i was in that space i would be feeling just like he would however since it's him asking me and i've been knowing him since high school he was a freshman when i was a senior so he's always kind of looked up to me when he calls and asks i feel like it's something that i have to live up to like that whole even going back to high school he looked up to me then i can't leave him hanging now however if you remove him from the situation and it was me working for delta i would feel that same way damn what i'm supposed to do here who can i call and ask this that and the third so it's a real strange thing with me I, i'm highly confident in these spaces like what we do here podcasts and media approaching people about it. i'm highly confident in those areas but if it's outside of our space where you got to talk a little different motherfucker might judge you because of the clothes you got on or how you pronounce some certain shit that's where it kicks in for me mostly mm. wow what about no. you i'll be honest you man uh, what would you say you ain't getting out of it. You try to slide nah, out. I ain't <laughs> <laughs> move uh, on. I was about to get my Spike Lou on. I was about to get my Spike Lou on real podcasty. You feel me? I was about to get real Spike Soul. Uh, <laughs> nah, but uh, honestly, for me, it's it's when I'm amongst like like pastors and preachers. Um, that is the area I always feel that kind of imposter syndrome. I know what was revealed to me. I know when I was called I remember everything about it but you'll have moments when you get amongst because for me I, I always well it's part of it is I always feel like an outsider and that's probably another syndrome I always feel an outsider no matter where I'm at I, I'm always like I'm on an island by myself nobody relates to me you, nobody you one under- of a select few people I will give you. You, you are you one of a select few people. You are be, an outsider, but not bro, in a bad way. Yeah, but I be trying to like figure out how to fit in the norm. But then I, now I'm at the point. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I just Dude. what I'll do well is I'll understand people more than they'll understand me. So at least if nothing else, I understand you, and I can navigate according to how I understand you. I don't look for people to understand me at this point because I know, like you said, just one of one kind of. But like when it comes to being amongst them, I just. I always feel different, you know, because it's like I'm here. I know I can I can preach the word. I can share it. And I've I've seen lives truly blessed uh, through what God has given me to 
preach, but I, there's moments like I'm not like I don't dress like y'all. I don't I don't I don't have this regal like whatever that is that I see. I don't have I don't do the little the stumps shout step like nothing about me. And when I'm in those moments, I don't feel nothing like y'all. So then I'd be like, maybe something wrong with me. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't I don't feel like y'all. I don't act like y'all. But then when what I, does that mean? Though? Like when you're saying I don't feel like y'all, like what what what, what are you talking about? OK, well, let me not say feel like I can't tell what they feeling, but it's just right. this. uh it's a signature thing that we've all known all been in church before like there's just certain signatures of how they'll speak or how they'll carry themselves or how they'll mm, navigate and that's not me you know what i'm saying and but at the same time i know i was called and i know that there's been like the fact that i didn't die in that car accident when i hit somebody in 2017 i know it's like no there was more work for me to do and now we're here you know what i'm saying so it's like i so it even when I had questions of the imposter syndrome of like, maybe I ain't supposed to be here. Maybe I shouldn't be up here. Maybe I'm not supposed to be speaking this or to these people, whatever. It's been confirmed. But yet I still feel that feeling often because I don't when I say feel like y'all, I guess it's just like. Like I'll like I'll let my hair down, like I'm not just talking in like in these codes or sayings that like I would normally say when I'm not here. I'm pretty regular across the board. Like I'm not, you know, y'all know I don't really cuss like that. Um, I don't really, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I will talk to, I introduce myself to people in those crowds. I'm Maurice. I'm not saying I'm Reverend Hunt, Minister Hunt, messing, whatever y'all. Hey, Reverend Hunt III. I'm, I'm just Maurice. Yeah. Like that's me. I'm, I'm Maurice. And so anyway, I don't have to go on a deep tangent with that. Is it but like, because, is it because a lot of them are older than you though? Cause you fairly young to be in that calling. Is is that is age a big factor? Age probably plays a part. I think that's a part of it. Um I don't Is that Yeah. Is is that the gatekeeping that you were almost getting into? <laughs> no, it's not that but that that would definitely I mean there's probably some there's some versions of gatekeeping yeah. in that in that realm. There's definitely that uh there's definitely that like because like it's like like y'all sing it, i think the age thing is a huge thing too it's like yeah. i don't know these songs like i didn't grow yeah, up yeah, on yeah. hymns i didn't grow up on like that ain't like i'm listening like i can get in the spirit listening to some like christian rap like getting in like that's me on the way like i can that's me i can do that like people look at me like bro you're not gonna nah, I'm, I'm into it i'm feeling the spirit right now like but um yeah, just just that's I'll just take a, money to see you preach, bro. I promise. So this guy's I'll pay wild. I'm about to say if my if I stay on my Facebook, I'll send you something. But uh, but I don't have it no more. Somebody hacked it, and I don't have it anymore. But and I, yeah, I've I come a, too, I've come a long yeah. way from those those days. Like I, I definitely know how to really commu- communicate it a lot more. It's it's not too far off from these conversations, to be honest. Yeah, so, I want to see it too, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's not too far off from here. I I I, I, I promise you that. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely the area for me. Um, so let me let me ask a little further with with both of y'all. Why? Because it's the imposter, so the fraudulent. Why do you feel somewhere internally as a fraud? Because you can say I don't feel like a fraud, but the behavior says differently. Be- because me? you're, yeah, like like. You you're not a fraud, but you feel that way, so you don't pursue it because you're like, oh, if I get it, I'm gonna be exposed to be like I'm not really who I said I was. You know what it is for me that feeling comes. Dro spoke to this earlier. Rich has said it on this platform before. 
It's like one of the easiest and hardest things to do is just being a man of your word. Like you know, you know to your core, like when you go home, are you doing the work that's required to get to where you want to be? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, your day was long, or you just want to watch TV, or just let me play a Madden real quick. A lot of the times you do that versus doing the work that you know you're supposed to be doing because of the elevator pitches and the bricks that you land out in the world. And you know that you're supposed to be doing that stuff, but you still don't. So it's it comes from not following through for me, not following through on the stuff that I said, not like not never doing it and not ever following through, but not doing enough to be more accomplished in what you're doing. Like I'll, I'm a procrastinator, bad. Like I'll say I'm gonna do yeah, something yeah, that take forever. I was and about like, to say the same thing. I'm, right. I'm too, I'm too comfortable yeah. in the state of procrastination. Facts. I'm like, I, I, I do it tomorrow. I do it again. Or I'll write this up later. And that for me is one of the things. Then you go back up or somebody follow up with you. You ain't done it yet. That's what makes me feel like, damn, I'm bored with shit. It, it, and bro, that is thought it, is it the weed? Sometimes, sometimes it can't be, but not really. Like I, you know, we. We productive smokers. Like I, I ain't really. I, I, I like. I, I like to think home. that. I like to think that. But sometimes, <laughs> hey, but tell the truth. My brother. therapist asked me about it. Now, my therapist asked me about it. He was like, "Do you depend on weed, or is it like a, a, an escape?" Well, excuse me. Do you depend on it as an escape, or whatever the word is? Was he said? But my thing that I told him is this: like, bro, if I'm out and we doing like on deck stuff we filming or i'm yeah. recording like i ain't, I ain't got to pick up a blunt the whole time that i'm doing this yeah yeah or if i'm out doing something productive it's when i'm bored or i perceivably doesn't don't have anything to do like i don't really sit and think damn i'd rather be smoking now when i'm doing productive shit yeah so it don't take away from me that way but yeah I, it could be sometimes a week but, I, like, but I'm, I'm saying though like 100%. do you do you do you put the weed down to feel like you are, are fulfilling those moments of procrastination? Because I mean, because procrastination, procrastination, um, boredom, kind of like the same. Like they're cousins. You know what I'm saying? Like you sitting right here not doing too much of nothing, so you smoking, but then yeah. it, to where if you might not have smoked, then you might get you up and do thirty more minutes or something else. And I, I, a lot of times, man, when you had them long days, like. That reefer would take you on to the the state of relaxation where it'd be like, ah, yeah, I do it tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, I'm gonna wake up and do it. Tomorrow, it. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, and, and I, you I know can, what it is too to, to what you're saying. I'm a one of my problems, my vices. I'm an instant gratification guy. Like, I like for shit to happen now. Like, so to yeah. weed, like you said, I know I can smoke and get high. That's gonna yeah, happen because yeah, I'm yeah. smoking good weed. However, that other thing that I'm doing, it may just be writing some. It may take. It may be a thirty day play. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, shit, I, ain't, I, I can write it now, but I ain't gonna get no effects <laughs> from it from 30, 40 days from now. Like, nice. I, like I can yeah. do that shit tomorrow. So yeah. that's my biggest problem: one instant gratification, and that's probably what keeps me in procrastination mode. Like, I want to do it, see it. Like that's why I play golf. Like golf is something instant. Like you know, okay, you fix this little thing, and boom, and the, the ball gonna go this way. Or you fix this little thing, and you are gonna hit it this way this time. I'm so caught up in instant gratification sometimes and it puts off stuff that it take a long time for that shit to pay off so i put that off and like, i do it tomorrow because i ain't gonna see no return on that shit for like a year no way is that that's is what that i gotta because, get out of my head is that the normal process of the return or is it just depending on what you're doing because because it sounds like 
the long-term gratification doesn't come as of course it doesn't come as so, as quick as the instant gratification but is it because mm-hmm. it takes a year to do this or yep. it's because of that it yep. takes a year to do it or in some only child wanting to be a or arrogant type of way it's i, I like the oh that was a good job man and some shit that you work on, nobody ain't gonna know it's a good. Like it took ten years from for how y'all was talking about me at the beginning of the podcast. Shit took ten years to get yeah, to yeah, this yeah. point of being this good. Yeah, but it's something that I love to do. With other stuff, it's something that you like to do as an idea that you have, and you know I gotta run it up this thing, I gotta do that, I gotta build this out, and you know it's like two or three years of work that you gotta do with it, and it's just hard for me sometimes to get hyped for that. So then I ain't doing what I'm saying I'm going to do. And now that leads to the imposter syndrome and the thought in my head of like, shit, I supposed to have been to put this RSS feed together for this nigga to start this podcast. Or I supposed to have been had these, this little blur brought out for this thing that you're supposed to do for Spike Lou. But ain't nobody telling me if I do it today, tomorrow, that it's good. Yeah. I got to wait a year, two years, you, or 10 years for a motherfucker to say that it's good. That's you. one of my biggest problems. Mm-hmm. Do you set goals? Yeah. I started since we started doing this podcast okay. and write them down and yeah. check them off. That, but look, that's a must. Like, which do you like long term or short term or both? Long term and short term, both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started having to do that shit. Seeing like, it in front of you. Like, now, nah, like, holding I, yourself accountable. My therapist told me every day, like, yep. Every night, write, write down some shit down. that you're trying to knock out the next day and then knock that out. And then, like, that's how you're going to get your grip. But then you still set them, them ones a little bit. Because I, I know after 10 years of doing this shit, how people praise you of like, you know, people that's just catching on to people that's been on along for the ride the whole time. Like that gratification, they, they got to feel that's kind of like a, uh, that's it's, and you looking back and like, man, this shit paid off. So like in the next, in the next 10 years, it's like, okay, well, I want to be not only that, but I want to be sitting down with someone, someone, so-and-so or, or running my whole, it's a, <sighs> Yes, yeah, a lot. It's a grind, but it's but, like, but it's like it take years, but man. doing it every day helps. Writing that shit down. That's part of the, the most helpful thing. I'm glad you said that before I wrap and, and threw the ball back to you, Mo. Writing it down, looking at it, reading it, saying it, writing it down again every day, every day. That's what helps deal for me with the the imposter syndrome because you know, like I'm bullshit. I ain't done this shit. It's been on my list for three goddamn days straight, dude. Like, what what am I doing? And See, going and getting that out of the way. See, because it almost seemed like, like, so let's say opportunity arises, yeah. and it's like, okay, now somebody's looking for you. Just like, okay, look, we got this perfect setup, and now it's, uh, it's lucrative, it's beneficial for what you got going on, or like, drove with your business. Like, say you, somebody, like, okay, here we got, they come up with a perfect package deal for what the services you provide, and you're like, dang, I'm excited about it, but. There was still some things I didn't really There's some head scratching things that I didn't really I didn't get along the way You know what I'm saying Is, Do you think that plays a part in Like you said like oh I, I didn't really Produce like I said I was going to do or I didn't really create this over here But they're seeing me and they're saying hey I'm ready I could do this Is that where it comes from Is those moments like those procrastinating moments Of like I didn't I didn't arm myself properly So let's say the opportunity yeah. Comes before Facts. properly I didn't, I didn't do the proper research Yeah Yeah it's okay. a fear, man, with me. Like you said, though, like, man, if somebody, like, you you know, deep down inside, you know, but it's still a fear, a fear of falling, still falling on your face. At this age, like, you, mm-hmm. you've been doing, not even at this age, but, like, in, in this stage or experience of what you've been doing, you've been falling on your face for a long, long-ass time, so it gets to a point, like, man, I'm really tired of falling on my face. 
this shit gotta work and I don't wanna bite off more than I can chew or say I can do something and not be able to do it and, and it's just uh you don't wanna let I don't wanna let people down that depend on you. So then it's it shit gets scary at the thought of that. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that's it. That's heavy. And I, I would say to what uh what and I, I can totally see that only child thing definitely plays a heavy part in the instant gratification. I mean, people don't have to be only children to do that as well. That was for other reasons. But I'll say uh, I feel like self-validation has to start to be super essential, uh, I think, because what do you mean? OK, because when if you're waiting for somebody to tell you, like like you say, you got a thing that, you know, it's a year plan. So this ain't going to be no instant then you got to start validating those steps. Like, nigga, I wrote the, I wrote the, I wrote the play. I wrote the plan today. That's a win. I got it. Uh, like, you know what I mean? You got to get back in the, like you talk about the words of affirmation to yourself. Like I talk to myself all the time out loud. Like I'm, I'm very normal with my talking out loud to myself. Sometimes my wife, my wife will catch me up like, oh, how long was you there? <laughs> so I'll be like, yeah, I got to post up in the car, talk to myself a little longer because I need to work through. I need to hear myself. You know what I mean? Like, are you serious what you're doing? But uh, those things, you got to count those as uh, uh, gratifications too. Like the little steps towards because, okay. The gratification is going to feel different with the year plan or the year thing that you like. I can smoke and do this tomorrow because you got to understand like nah. because like when I took the three weeks off on here, I I wrote my the fourth season, which obviously I know it's going to be a audio book or whatever. But like I wrote the fourth season, but I chill for probably three, four days. And I said, nigga, don't you don't you sit back and let three weeks go. Cause you know it's been it's been really challenging for me to like float both shows and do the other stuff I'm doing. So I'm like, don't you sit there and let three weeks go past and you don't take advantage. So about after three four days of a procrastination, I got to it and I made sure I met the deadline. I'm gonna write eight episodes and you're going to and proofread it. I'm, you better get it done. You know what I mean? I put myself on the deadline and I, I felt gratified in my own way because I had to do that. So uh, those are things I think that sometimes you gotta do that for yourself too because there's going to be there's wins that don't necessarily uh come from them out there you know what i'm saying That's true. yeah absolutely um so when do you when do we get to a place like black men and men people in general like when do we get a place where we stop being like that or like for example last week's episode uh this is like because you know you remember growing up and you might be in class with somebody as an elementary middle school and you would draw for an art class and they would draw and they're like oh my my picture's ugly and you look at that picture and it's fire and you just look at them crazy like you know good and dang on well you can draw like why you just wanted me to say it looks good you know what i mean like we all had experiences like that like man i man look what i got on the test and they have like a b plus and you you got like a, a almost a d <laughs> and they trying to play like you know what i mean when do we get to a place like that because to some people that listen to us might be like all right bro like cut it like when we be like i mean i can't believe like i can't believe people like this i because i guess let me try to word frame the question right for both of y'all when do you get to a place where you stop being surprised because of your intentionality i thought this out i put together the plan i i, I worked the plan and the results are in 
So when people now are hitting me back, like, yo, that's dope. That's fire. I connected this and that. When do you get to a place of stop being surprised or caught off guard by it when you know you mapped this joint out? Like you spoke to mm-hmm. mapping it out. A lot of the times you're surprised because you didn't put in the work. So you're surprised by, oh, I'm surprised. I'm over. Like, you go, you go all the way back to talking to a chick. You approach her the wrong way or say the wrong shit, breath stink, anything like that. Like, you're going to get rejected because you didn't put in the work. You ain't take the time to put a piece of gum in your mouth, make sure your clothes was on right. Stop. You ain't take the that time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like what you said. You become less surprised when you stop procrastinating and bullshitting with yourself and you measure those small wins like y'all said. Like writing it down every day, knowing that you did this, knowing that you did the work, knowing that you were prepared for it, knowing that you got your pitch together, knowing that you all the way how you need to be when you make your approach. It's not really going to be surprising for you because that's what you were preparing for. It becomes surprising or it's more daunting on you when you know you ain't done the fucking work, especially for me. Like when you know you winging it, like we good enough, we can talk, we silver tongue enough and been through enough, had enough experiences. You can wing 80% of the situations that you run into. Mm. Now you're going to be surprised. You might be surprised at how that shit turned out. Like, I can't believe a nigga bought this shit. <laughs> 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 That's just, that, like, we got the gift of gab. That's why we sit here and we do this. Yeah. However, <laughs> with the, when you add the gift of gab and the preparation, and I know I want this shit, even if it ain't a yes, you still going to know that you checked all the boxes and did what you need to do. And then another door opens where that no came from maybe i didn't get what i was intending for in preparation for this but damn guess what happened on the road to it because i was prepared and i did run into this and or in the preparation phase i figured this out and i can go a whole nother direction now but that shit only comes from like when you're doing the work that you claim you're going to do one of the hardest things and easiest things to do is being a man of your word because all you got to do is do what you say you're going to do but it's hard as hell it's hard as hell just to go out and do what you say you're going to do yeah, it is. I second that. I second that. Um, what say you, Mo? What you think about? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm getting to that place. I'm getting to that place where, I mean, I think you still should keep some room for surprise to being surprised because it keeps you humble in a way. You shouldn't be like, oh yeah, nigga, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I knew. Yeah, yeah, bro, I knew. Like, I knew. Yeah, they like me. Yeah, I knew they would. You don't want to be like that about no, no, everything. Not like that. Not, not no, like no. that. Not in a arrogant sense, but like LeBron but James go out and he scored twenty points. It's not a surprise, bro. He put a million dollars worth of working on his body at forty, even at forty. Hey. It's surprising if he scores six points. You like what the fuck I, happened I say, to this nigga? Yeah, I say uh, you practice so much the balling looks natural. Like yeah. it's just like it, it's you're gonna cut like when you put the work in the hours or the work or like the practice and shit like what you're doing is gonna look natural to the person who's admiring it, so it's gonna come off as humble in a way, and then you know like you can still get like okay, it feels good to because it always feels good to be acknowledged, mm-hmm. you, like in a in a positive light in a good way like somebody acknowledges you, that's the. That's, that's top tier right there. When you when you're doing something that you know is 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 on the up and up and it's it's positively affecting the people that it's meant to to hit in them areas, the acknowledgement is is grand. That's the uh like I would rather people appreciate than support. 
because you can get support from anybody but i want people to appreciate what i'm doing like know what goes into it you know what i'm saying like that's why that's like i tell y'all man when when i know that you like you got a, a, a baby on the way mo wife at the house you you working trying to find your place where you at lou doing four five podcasts a week on schedule like the appreciate it, it ain't even about support with me it's about i appreciate the time that y'all carve out to do what y'all are producing to get out to us every single week appreciation goes a long way for in, in my world like that 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 goes but you didn't I, see a I, lot I was, of it going up like it wasn't a lot of appreciation around us coming up no no uh-uh. like I, I give you an example Joe. like one of our mutual friends like talking about a popular kid like he got chicks everything but he started bartending randomly and motherfuckers were asking like man why are you bartending bro like I, I got a plan and nigga was bartending figuring out how to mix drinks became a mixologist and all of these things and he was like well shit I'm gonna build a club and him and his homeboy told I remember the first time he told me about it he's like nigga I'm learning how to do all of this shit so we finna build a club we finna do it ourselves not even a club or bar like a martin uh tequila bar uh makeshift in nashville and i watched my little homie go from shaking drinks behind a bar at a, at a club with a, a bigger goal in mind of nigga i'm gonna own my own shit one day and i'm gonna build it from the ground up and i'm gonna know everything about how to do it because i'm taking the time out to practice it like he could have just spent the money and got somebody else to do it he had the ability to do that but it means a lot more to him that he took the time out to learn it and when she was joe drove just talking about with appreciation there's no way i would go anywhere else when i go back to nashville every time i go like that's where i'm at i'm eating there <laughs> if i'm drinking i'm drinking i'm spending yeah, my money with him because yeah. i seen him do it and i yeah. appreciate that shit. it goes beyond support it, it got to a point somebody hit me on instagram because i i still wear the hat the shirt and shit when i go to court like, is, that, that, is that your boy is that your part? Nah, this is my little homie. It may as well be. I ain't got no ownership. It didn't have nothing to do with it. But I watched him from day one. And I'm going to support mm-hmm. it like it is, man. Yeah. But that goes to the difference, like Dro was saying, between like seeing somebody do that and appreciating the work that they put in. So there's no way that I wouldn't go give whatever I got to make sure that he's successful. Like yeah, I, 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 I'm so proud of my, my, little, my little homie for that. Like every, every time, time I go, I I'm spending money. Yeah, every, time, every time I go, I say, I say, look, bro, I'm spending my black on dollars. When I'm celebrating, this is where I'm spending my I'm black on dollars. During the week, this is where I'm, this is where I'm spending since, my money. Because I, I know. Since it's been open, I ain't been nowhere else. Yeah. yeah. So that, okay, so that, that kind of goes a little further. So the appreciation, there's obviously, um, with appreciating over support even though we had a support episode y'all go check that out uh so there's a it's like almost like a gratefulness for process right thanks and people who appreciate process who stick to it who go through the go through what you actually supposed to go through to get where you need to be yeah because we're gonna take cheat codes and pay for like been doing it for as long as i've been doing this i could have paid for followers i could have did all of this shit and bought an instagram page or bought a youtube but what what would be the fun in that like what are you building with that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. versus doing this organically and having the 10 to 15 people that reached out like last week and were like nah bro this shit means the world to me mm-hmm. like, i'm glad this is the best shit that i've had mm-hmm. like I, somebody just told me yesterday that I, didn't, I didn't even think they listen it was jay i was talking to jay yesterday you're like nah bro niggas be coming up to me bro like they know you from tsu and they like man your boy got 
your boy got us that. Then another week in the book show, I knew you did the other one, man. He got something with that. Like, I don't ever hear nobody oh, talking like that. That's fine. Yeah, like, that shit blows my mind. Bro, I'm so happy for you, bro. I can't tell you, like, because <clears throat> yeah. you didn't really put the 10,000 hours in, bro. I, I can't say it enough. Yeah, like, like, when we talk like, if we treat this like a rap label, bro. You go. You're the you're the guy. You know what I mean. And I'm 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 the guy behind. Like after that, yo, give me a feature. Let me come behind you, bro. Like you you are the guy. We are pushing. Yeah, you know what I mean. We pushing Spike Lou. That is because you didn't put the time in when the dollars wasn't there. So that's so to to tie that all in, bro. And and I'm again, I'm not counting your pockets or whatever. But podcasting is just a hard place for a stream of income. It just is. And it's even probably more challenging for black podcasters. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, I heard some numbers today that made me mad. Like, uh, oh, um, man, uh, oh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> like the, the the money is there. You just got to have a big name. And I, I hate to cut you off when you was talking, but uh, Gilbert Arenas was talking. You, you play basketball. Mark. Yeah, I yeah, I, I know Gilbert. <laughs> I know. That's, that's my error. That's my error. OK, so you know, he said that they would do two episodes a week and they make a thousand dollars an episode when they start. So you're okay. talking about right. 2,000, 4, 6, about 8,000 a month a podcast. But that comes easier when you got a name, like mm-hmm. motherfuckers already know you. Yeah. To what you were just speaking of, with just two niggas that picked up a microphone like uh, Animal Brown and I did, like it, it's a long way to go. Long When you journey. get to $1,000 episode, nigga. I, yeah. I promise you. I know it is. All you new <laughs> podcasters and motherfuckers to do this, don't expect yeah. $1,000 episode, man. That's a so, big fact, but that, but that was interesting. so to tie that back into the imposter syndrome, those are the things I think you got to lean on when opportunity presents your way. Drove with you and your business. How long you been in business? Uh, this one two and a half years. Okay, so I'm a serial bo- entrepreneur, Mo. That's why I said about I, the shirt. I've been following on my hat. face, man. Okay, go yeah. yeah what, so this one right here, two and a half years. Tell which which, which business? Shirt, which man. business you talking about? And then tell us about the shirt. Uh, right now I'm in the waste management space, uh, residential and commercial. Oh, oh, my dog. Waste management. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but so okay, so then, with you being in that for two and a half years, Spike being in podcasting for ten years plus, when it comes to opportunity presenting itself. You really got to start to I feel like you just got to You can't lean on what you ain't did You got to lean on what you have have done Because y'all put time in It ain't like you've been doing this for two weeks And the opportunity came and you blew You put 10 years in bro Like you put two and a half years in You know how many black businesses Don't make it to a year bro Seriously like so Those things are Legitimate Like when you got some Shots out to Rich and, and Ray P And a school over there Like at Culture Garden Like y'all Y'all did it for a year That counts Like we gotta start Counting the W's uh, Shots out to the Mallory bros They say we always Got a bad habit of We We uh, Capitalize our L's But we lowercase Our W's We We act like it's the end of the world When the L come But when the W come I mean, You know what I mean I'm just trying to Like man I'm just trying to get by Man I'm just trying to, Nah man capital, Capitalize those joints Like all of this is a win like to get to the point people like you said you didn't even know listen to the show like this is a w this is the trajectory is still there it just ain't in your time but it's still there like so i guess i'm saying all this to say it's and it's not necessarily a solution here but like i'm saying all this to say that it counts 
So when you find yourself getting in that, you feel fraudulent, you feel uh, inadequate, or you feel unworthy to the position that's or the opportunity that's coming your way, you got to lean on, well, what have I accomplished? And a lot of times we look at others' accomplishments and use that as the gauge when it doesn't mean anything. Because y'all don't have the same life, y'all don't have the same journey, y'all don't have the same uh, adversity. So looking at somebody else's uh, outcome versus yours, it, it shouldn't even be, uh, you know, it shouldn't even be compared. So I think that when we all of us deal with this imposter syndrome, that's what we got to look at. When I now, when I get amongst older preachers or whoever it is, I don't look at it no more. Like I, I, I've had nervous moments and I've bomb because i'm thinking about these things in the midst of supposed to be sharing the message now i don't do that i'm like you know what it's cool to see them there people are like oh man they did stay blah, blah, blah. i don't even i don't i don't pay no mind to none of that no more when i get up there like now nah, I'm, I'm i'm supposed to be here if i wasn't supposed to be here i would have been dead in 2017 but i'm supposed to be here you know what i'm saying so with y'all two the same thing man you've been in the business for two and a half years and you got you got a you got a whole nother grind coming up and, and spike you've been doing this for 10 years and now you get new listeners and now opp more opportunities coming that stuff matters bro you gotta count you gotta count that joint man i don't know what my question supposed to be but <laughs> no nah, that, that's a good point yeah. that you bring and it leads into like as we try to give takeaways and, and think that people can pick up from this black man conversation what we can do a better job amongst each other is celebrate each other each other's wins yeah. i sent draw a picture i, I just yeah. got my degree in business yeah uh, the general business yeah, business administration uh, online school i've been doing it for the last couple of years Man, you should send that to us bro drawing i would talk it's just drawing i was talking about business and i wanted to show my credentials to him, let him know that I knew what I was doing yeah. so uh, I sent him a picture of it and I told him man I want to help him like cause he don't he told me he don't like doing the business stuff that's yeah. that's what we talked about it before but that's why I thrive I love that shit that, I love it the science yeah, I'm a, business I'm a creative but, uh, man I'm a yeah that's me and I, I was just showing it to him I, I got the yeah. ideas and stuff but when it comes I'm gonna I'm have to hire a whole <laughs> management team because I, I that's why I was showing it to him and the first thing that he said was what are you doing to celebrate like what are you doing to celebrate the accomplishments that you had? And don't just show this shit to me, nigga. Like what? How are you? What are you doing to show yourself, nigga? That, yeah, you did that. You accomplished it. So, like to what you said, Mo. And amongst each other, we got to get way more comfortable with not not just even celebrating each other, but being open to constructive criticism. Like when the last time you asked somebody close to you, hey, what could I be doing better in a relationship, in a business partnership, anything of that nature, and, and expecting a real response from them because they paying attention to what you're doing too. And it affects them. Like every now and then we need to ask each other, hey man, could I be doing anything better? Y'all are married. I'm sure y'all have those questions in y'all relate. Like, can I do anything better? Like maybe things may be going great. Everything yeah, may true. be fine, but I man. still want to know what could I do better? And you that know if you asking that from somebody genuine to fuck with you, they gonna give you some legit real feedback that you can take and that help with that imposter syndrome because you could think you're doing the worst. You ask that question to somebody like what you generally everything you checking all the boxes. You could improve in this one place. That gives you more confidence too in your head. You're like, oh damn, I am doing a very decent job. Okay. Mm. So I feel like asking asking each other and being a kind draw is one of the all my life that we've known each other he one of the people that hold me most accountable like if i say i'm gonna do something or anything like when if dro give a fuck about you he gonna oh, bro you, you, you that ain't what you said though you you said you was gonna do this <laughs> like you ain't done it like that was two weeks ago my nigga like he he's never been afraid to do that 
He's held me accountable probably more than any other my other friends in my life. Sometimes we'll bump heads about it because he's he being worse, bro. But it's needed. It's needed, though. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that shit now looking back on it. Yeah. Us, we, we do have to, we got to start highlighting the celebrations and, and telling each other that we're proud. Like, it, it, uh, well, I remember one time somebody told me that was proud of me, and I was like, who the fuck are you to be proud of me? But it. <laughs> oh, that y'all are friends this was, for real. This was y'all are hey, so this friends. Was like, <laughs> y'all are so friends because that is a Spike hey, Lou response. If I heard, hey, who I are mean, you? I can, I can say I can. That happened was, to me before too. <laughs> I can say this was about ten years ago. So you know, I'm, okay, I'm, okay, that's I'm, a di- totally. Different. I'm in a different space. I'm I'm in a different space, but I can remember a specific. I was like, nigga. It sounded like you thought I was gonna be some type of like, like little, like little you know, homies, you kind of like. Yeah, like you know, poop at ass nigga. Man, what you mean? You proud? I, I, That's me, one hundred percent, nigga. Hey, man, but now, but like, no, but like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. those are things that you need to hear from your bro. Thanks. Though, like, man, I, I'm proud. I'm proud of you, man. You, you know, like you, you locked in and did what you're supposed to do, man. And, and and sometimes they need to hear that from people who they might not have expected. To, it to come from and that'll resonate a whole lot more than it would coming from someone who you expected to come from I definitely agree man you, you gotta we gotta do a better job of bigging up our, our peoples man and you know just call, I, I've, I've done that of like calling people and just hollering and just letting them know like shit we, we ain't all on the same road, my nigga, but we going through some of the same things and you you killing that shit. You 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 putting up with that versatility, you putting up with the curveballs and you still standing right there swinging, man. So like that's it goes a long way. It 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 goes a long it definitely it goes a long way for me to, you know, people people that you talk to and just be like, Man, I bro, like you you everything gonna be all right, man. You know, because it's, it's a life is a roller coaster, man. So when you when you don't know when you're going through that tunnel, you don't know what's outside of the tunnel, whether it's, you know, is it still more track right here or what? You don't know what's going on. Somebody right there just shed some light to like, nah, bro, like you, you doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like I, I, I mentioned surrounding yourself with people who are in the similar situations as you, whether it be uh, married friends or, you know, like business owners and stuff like that. So you can relate those type of conversations to those type of people so they can give you that type of feedback from an experienced place as opposed to asking a guy who's been working uh um at mcdonald's for the last 15 years because it's convenient hey man what should i do man no i need to ask somebody who's been running the business for the last 15 years like no you need to sell that shit and stop holding on to the emotional tie of it and you know start always it's cool to start our way over like it's it's, Mm -hmm. you got to surround yourself with people like-minded individuals you just have to you got to seek out those spaces like it's it's mm-hmm. those yeah. resources are, everything's on the internet man those resources mm-hmm. are out there like if you got to go to meet up and find you a group to go sit down and talk to just to hey I, I I'm I'm glad that I'm able to interact around different types of people because of how I went to like how I was schooled in the schools that I went to I'm not just closed off to being around a certain type of people, if you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I can come into those rooms and say something that Will Ferrell might said, and you know, like, oh shit, this guy's pretty cool. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Or I can yeah. come in here and I can I can recite a whole Booster song word for word. And hold on, look, yeah. So it's it's being able to be a chameleon in those environments and knowing what where it's knowing where to get your advice from. 
Because mm-hmm. all advice ain't good advice. Facts. Facts. Um, that was that was yeah. You bodied that, bro. <laughs> you bodied that. We'll see. Um, I'm podding. <laughs> yeah, you podding, boy. <laughs> uh, I guess try to put a uh, bow on it because I, I know Spike got. He's a busy man. Um, I'm gonna read the last seven things that they say to uh, how to cope with imposter syndrome. I'll just read the uh, asterisks. So one, acknowledge and normalize the feeling. Two. Talk about it. Three, record achievements. That definitely, I don't do that. Uh, four, set realistic goals. Five, seek professional help. Six, challenge negative thoughts. We just told y'all how to deal with that. And seven, develop self-compassion. Those mm. that's really good. That's really good stuff there, man. Um, yeah, it is. I guess just to put a bow on it for me and then we see what everybody got going on before we get out of here. Uh, all of that is necessary, man. The last part. Let me read that last part. Okay, go It's for it. important to note that overcoming imposter syndrome is an ongoing process and different strategies work for different people. Building self-awareness and seeking support are crucial steps towards managing and migate, mitigating imposter syndrome. I think that's important. That is very important. Yeah. Uh, so all of these things again, like we 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 try to the conversation is probably more important than solution on another week in the books. But y'all y'all, I just want to say y'all worthy. You know what I'm saying? I'm you brothers, those that are listening, you're worthy. You know what I'm saying? You got a purpose in your life. You're worthy. Like a lot of it, I feel like I didn't get to get into it because I don't want to be overly long winded. But like, you're worthy. You know what I mean? You're still breathing. You're on this side of the dirt. You're worthy. You got something to offer. A lot of times we feel like we don't got nothing to offer. And like Spike said earlier, it's like, oh, we just finessing it. Or we just kind of floating through. We can kind of 80% of it do that. But like even that takes skill. Like in a white community, they're, they're probably doing that. And we look at it like, oh, it's brilliant as this. When black people do it, it's like, oh, that's just nigga shit. Excuse my language. But like, yeah, we just not. Nah, but it ain't, though. It really ain't. There's an art and there's yeah. there's more nuance to the gift that we have as black people to be able to make things look easy like that to the point we question ah, did i put the work in nah, it's just a gift bro we just got it like that so to put that put it a bow on it for me it's like you're worthy like stop looking at like you ain't supposed to be in them room stop looking like you ain't supposed to be in these conversations stop looking like i ain't i'm not no when people acknowledge that understand i had intent i did this on purpose i, I care about this so when somebody notices i care don't be surprised. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's it. Don't be too cool to care, man. Don't be too. A lot of our bro. life, we would act with it. Don't be too cool bro. to care, man. Don't let that bro. shit. A lot of our life, I know growing up for me, we acted mm-hmm. like we was too cool to care about shit. You don't mm-hmm. want to be that way. Oh, boy. All right, man. Uh, Spike, what you got going on before we get out of here, man? Um, all the normal stuff, man. All the normal podcasts, dead in sports, another week in the books, good earners on deck TV. You on the lookout, big announcements coming soon, different platforms developed. Um, just working, 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 man. Appreciate my my brother jumping on here with us and just sharing the piece of his mind, letting the people see into how brilliant that he is. Mm-hmm. Dro, what you got going on, man? Where can the people find you and and what you pushing Tell them about right now? Money divers too, man. Uh our money divers is just it's uh you got an overall goal that's pretty dope. 
we got yes yeah, uh it's a it's a it's a brand that i started 11 years ago mm. me and two two of my homeboys uh and it's just it's something that's ongoing i want to i want to grow it into something that like it'd be like that charity side of the boutique disposal that i got going on just being able to provide um different resources for men that might be going through custody battles or you know visitation woes those type of things um setting up pantries for them to go to to get stuff for their kids when they don't have it so they don't get um dis uh discouraged about picking them up and stuff like it just just giving back man i want to you know coat drives it's a lot of shit that i that i have on my mind that i've been writing down and i'm gonna i'm gonna implement it in the in the upcoming months and years but right now i'm just really just focused on sharpening my skill of like the the business like running this business that i that i'm that i'm running right now because this shit is going to be major very soon uh i feel it and i'm just it's the shift that's going on in my life just getting a lot of shit and and it's getting all my ducks in a row bro, so i can be prepared for the blessings that are rain that are going to rain down eventually because i i feel it i feel it for everybody around i feel bit i feel like it's one of those things i'm gonna be able to provide for a lot of people for a long long time i just have to lock in and get out of my head and you know step into them rooms and and talk my shit that i know about so once once i once i get out of that going like money dive is one of those things it's never i'm always gonna be that like it's a it's a it's a creative sport it's being able to get it and go get it just now i just don't i'm i'm more on the attracting money type type of time right now as opposed to chasing it i don't want it to run away from me i want it to run to me so that's that's where i'm at with it is like it's just it's a uh it's a lifestyle man it's just that's what it is but that's that's all i got going on man if, if you if you're looking for me i you need your trash picked up i don't really got too much too much else for you right now. <laughs> point me to your property managers and your uh and your landlords and your you know your your apartment owners and stuff like that man me me and lou gonna get some stuff going on i'm trying Thanks. to i'm trying to spread all the way out through the southeastern conference with, with this shit i got going on man yeah man well, y'all heard it here man uh now, get, let him know what you got going on. I'm trying to squeeze out of here, Mo. Who yeah, Mo, you've been trying to get up out I mean, of here. I, I ain't right, really, I no, ain't, I ain't, I ain't really ain't got that going on. I mean, we got good earners. Roll you know. audio series. I got, yeah, I mean, roll, you know, know but I, I. You just told us about it. Oh, don't diminish it. Like, you, you I ain't diminishing it. <laughs> I'm not diminishing <laughs> it. I'm ashamed because I intended to get it out really around this time, but I just can't, I just can't really record it like I need to because my daughter's around and I don't I gotta project and some of the content that's in there I can't be out loud and I don't want her walking past the room hearing me you know getting in my acting bag to you know I'm selling this joint so I, I haven't yeah. been able to record it so I ain't, I'm gonna keep saying it's coming soon run them three seasons for free and all that but I just ain't been pushing it at this very moment on the show because I'm hey, trying to hold myself accountable but don't, you, you can involve her though because then it might spark an interest to where she might think of doing something on her own terms of like a children's book or some or some sort like that when she see pops in the room like acting stuff out because oh, she's I'm pretty sure yeah so she's like yeah like if, if she walks by and she see you because I mean like you said no, you a pastor you ain't about to you ain't zaning over there are you in character I mean I, the character is not Maurice I'm playing yeah, okay, a character okay, okay, so okay, you know okay, what I mean yeah, like yeah, he okay, giving okay. it up he, yeah, if okay, anybody okay. heard the three seasons he yeah, giving okay, it up so okay, okay, okay. I, I ain't no pastor I'm just a preacher bro <laughs> I don't have a church I just share 
share the message without called to share a message. But hey, we speak that into existence. Oh, you we got to have a church, going. man. Yeah, we'll get more churchy going. Yeah, wow, man. But hey, man, uh, I I just want to say I appreciate the invite, man. And whenever you know, I'm I'm a phone call or email away, man. I I I love it. I just like I I'm. I feel accomplished now. I, this is an accomplishment for me. Like, man, this is there a win go. for me being able to sit right here and hold court with you guys. Because, hey, like I said, y'all cold. Yeah, y'all. Damn, them boys good. Y'all, hey, y'all good. And, Dro, uh, look, man, anytime you want to come up, like, because I hope that even after this moment and some days down the road, just you calling it a win, but even just processing some of the things, rather you go back and listen, or if you don't, you're just taking it in in real time, the conversation. Anytime you feel like, man, there's something on my mind and I want to come up there. Sometimes it might be a text, but sometimes like, man, can I come up there? I want to, you know, I want to hear y'all or you just shoot it our way. But like, I, I want this space for any of our brothers, characters of this, these, these chapters to come up here and say, man, I want to talk to them because it's therapeutic for me. It make I feel different when I get done doing this because I do every week. So I won't, yeah. if don't hesitate to use this space to say, hey, I, I may not be going to therapy this week or whatever it is, but I'm going to come up there with the guys. We're going to chop it up. I want to talk about this, bro. Feel free. We are, you know, yeah. we, 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 we down the street, bro. Hey, man. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Hey, I mean it. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> That's what this show is about community at this point. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, we thank y'all for listening, man. AWITB2022 at gmail.com. Y'all can email us. I mean, again, y'all can send voice notes. We don't need, um, we don't need. It ain't got to be Thanksgiving. Yeah, it ain't got to be Thanksgiving. Anything. Like, you know, um, and then also let me get the phone number pulled up here. 470-318-5034. 470-318-5034. Y'all can also hit that line as well if y'all want to send some love or just something y'all want us to talk about or even a scenario y'all might be going through man we'll give y'all the best advice that y'all gonna probably get in this podcast space so man we appreciate y'all spike anything you want to add to that that's it man thank you brothers i appreciate both of y'all you too man yes sir